Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good evening, Paige. Good evening. How was your day? Um, okay. <laughs> Just okay? I guess, yeah. Okay, so today's episode is about many problems that people with neurodiversities have. And so Paige did some research and I did some research and um, plus Paige has a lot of her own experiences with money or lack thereof, um, as the case may be. So uh, Paige, would you find out? Okay. So what mo i didn't find the usually it's a definition but we all know what it means to have money problems so i instead just wrote down what it looks like to have money problems for i guess those of you who don't have this issue but it's it looks like impulsively spending money on things that you don't need um trouble with making and maintaining a budget mm -hmm. or neurodiversities often just fall in two extremes. So either unreasonably frugal, which means like you just hold all your, you like hoard your money because you're afraid that Don't, you'll like yeah. run out of it or whatever. You're and Scrooge. Then you're Scrooge or mm -hmm. you're the complete opposite of Scrooge mm -hmm. and you're frugally overspending, which right is my case <laughs> i would also say like i think those things all cover people who have either autism or adhd but there's also people who have dyscalculia which is a neurodiversity um and sometimes dyslexia i don't have issues with money but some people with dyslexia do and so dyscalculia is really just a interferes with somebody's ability to recognize and to process numbers and to establish numeric relationships. So they don't, they're not understanding money at all. Like it, that like numbers don't really. The connection's not there. The connection's so the not there for money. Or just. Right. Well, the connection's not there to the value. So. Plus, they also then usually have trouble with mathematical concepts. So adding, subtracting, multiplying, dividing, never mind like upper level maths, but like, yeah. you know, balancing a checkbook is a problem for them, right? But even like what those numbers stand for or value, right? So there's there's that whole separate piece, right? So we're really talking mostly about like ADHD and, and autism issues. Um why it might be okay so impulsiveness is a factor in money problems um making trouble making decisions or making poor decisions um trouble keeping a job because of other challenges from being neurodiverse mm -hmm. um organization um a lack of understanding of money being taking the wording on bills literally or not understanding the wording it's more like, an asd thing so they don't, they don't understand what's written on the bills like, from research like, that i read like sometimes the way a bill is worded 
they take so literally that for some reason, the way it's worded, they think they don't need to pay it. Oh. But they do need to pay it. But it usually, like, if I, like, when I get a bill in, it's like not needs to be paid. It's usually like, this is not, they're in giant words, this is not a bill. There are other kinds of bills. So what the research I did said that sometimes the wording on a bill for people who are um, have ASD is confusing to them. And so they're having a a language issue or like they're literally taking something too literally. Oh, okay. Um, Fear of missing out. So FOMO. Mm -hmm. Um, Fear of not having enough. Right. Um, Thinking about um, rigidity, thinking about spending habits or paying bills. Right. Uh, Lack of training when young in favor of other skills. Right. So very often people who have ADHD or autism will get lots of training in schools around like social skills or... Um, you know, study skills, but not life skills and budgeting and managing your money as a life skill. And sometimes in favor of other things, they don't get it. And then there's the whole ADHD tax thing, which is like the high cost of making mistakes. <laughs> but I would say, even though it's called the ADHD tax, I would say this really applies to lots of different types of thinking, brain wiring. But so it's financial in that it's like you get parking tickets or traffic tickets, or you have lots of late fees or overdraft fees or non-sufficient fund fees, or um, you accrue lots of interest debt on credit cards, right? And, And because of that, then you then have a low credit score, which then affects your ability to get other loans to rent an apartment, to get a mortgage, to buy a car, to get a cell phone even, anytime they check your credit score and they do that for all of those things, right? Um, And added medical expenses because of other impulsive or not well thought through decisions. Often there's other medical issues or mental health expenses that other people don't necessarily have, right? But when most people refer to the ADHD tax, it is not just financial. It's also, or the bigger issue than financial is wasted time, the cost of like your wasted time, your physical health, your mental health, your freedom, um, really because there's anywhere from 21 to 45% of the prison population has ADHD many of them undiagnosed, um, right? Because they come from families where, you know, it wasn't considered or they couldn't afford diagnosis or they can't afford the meds or whatever, right? So we're really looking at just money here in this episode, but there are lots of other factors. So I just thought it was important that we mentioned that. So um, tell us about your issues with money, Paige. Okay, so as I said previously, I overspend. 
um it's an impulsive decision like on instagram i had this um ad for those um weighted stuffed animals and i was like oh my god that would be awesome i could just like hold this weighted thing on me and it will be amazing when i sleep he came today in the mail it was a five pound dinosaur may i mind you five pounds i remember buying the five pound one and it is not weighted and i'm like kind of pissed off about it but i think i can i can return him i buy like other silly things too like i have two packages that i want to send back because why did i buy these um buyer's regret buyer's regret yeah so and then i bought i did buy something that i don't think i can return so it's here and i have it and they're cool but I didn't actually need it. I just thought they were like super cool and they were kind of expensive. So too, when so. are you most likely to make those impulsive decisions about buying stuff? At night and when I'm stressed out or like if something is like if I'm already on like a dopamine high, I've noticed like I want to keep that high. So I'll just continuously buy stuff. And then when it comes, I'm super excited. Like, oh my God, I can't wait for this to get here. And then... Yeah. 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 So when the meds are out of your body, maybe you should listen to the hacks. There's one in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do to help not spend that money? Well, it used to be that you kept my my debit card, but yeah, when you were younger. That's not a thing anymore. Um, no, but what do I, I have? You have my credit card. Though, I have your credit card. I never you asked want me to keep ever again. You can be buried with that. That I don't want, <laughs> and I can't dig up your grave to get it because that's illegal. So it looks like you're stuck with it for an eternity. Great. Okay. Um. Um. I have on on like the little whiteboard that I have at in my room I have it's it says don't buy don't I want a house don't buy stuff online right because you're saving money to buy a house I'm saving money to buy a house um I also take medicine at night that helps with impulsivity I've right. talked about it You've talked about it in episode. Yeah. I've talked about it in a couple episodes. Yep. But because it helps with your impulsivity. Good. It's called um, naltrexone, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's naltrexone. Yeah. Naltrexone. Um, naltrexone. And what did we do recently? We made to a prep budget. for this. We made a budget. We made a budget. <laughs> um, it's taped to outside my door, so I can't see it right now, but we made a budget. Uh-huh. And we, so we made a budget with fixed expenses, mm -hmm. right? Like things that, you know, are going to come out of your account and then things that you wanted to set a budget for, but those are more variable kinds of things, right? Like how often you're going to buy lunch when you go to work or how much entertainment money you have or how much money you're going to put aside for your house or those kinds of more, um, things that might be more variable, but this time 
because we've made budgets for you in the past. It didn't work. Um, but this time there's a little more accountability because of where you posted it, right? You didn't just like throw it on your desk where it got lost, right? This time it's like posted oh. somewhere. And then what did we put in the phone to help you track the more variable money that you want to limit? Um, on our shared notebook, we put the amount of like each each um, section mm-hmm. for each of those other things categories and I every time that I spend in that section I subtract or check a box or do whatever depending on the section yeah yeah and you can also see it so then you can make sure that I'm a doing it and b don't go over right and then like I can see it too right so you set like a I think for like the lunches, we put like, oh, you'll buy up to three lunches, right? And we just put little check boxes for those for each week. Each week. Of the month. And then um, for the other ones, we put the full amount of your limit that you came up with um, that you can then subtract from. And that doesn't require you to like log into the bank account, look at how much you're spending, but we did take some time to print out a statement and to look at it so that you could become more aware of money that you were spending that you didn't realize you were something that I do that I um, kind of don't recommend that you do is I never look at my bank account because in my head, if I don't see the amount of money that I have, I won't feel it all. I won't like, know how much I like have so that I don't spend it it's usually it's just like the money house money that I don't want to see right the savings that's a lot of money I don't want to like go through it all right you don't want to know you have it because you don't want to spend then it. I also don't know when I like used all my money in my like my card so then it takes out stuff without me knowing because I don't look at my bank account so right. you want to check that you don't do want do to check what I do. do not. You should don't check do your, what I do. You should check your account weekly. That's definitely in one of our tips. Um, so, um, so tell us about tell us about the emotions that are attached to money for you. Mm-hmm. Like wow. you told us, like when you're stressed, it makes I'm, you want to shop. Yeah, but like. How does it make you feel later? Mm, sometimes I'm super excited. Like about the dino- the weighted dinosaur, I was like super pumped about. And how do you feel about that dinosaur now? I'm like kind of salty at it. I was like, <laughs> that was like $45. He should be weighted. He should be and he took gold. a month to get here. I'm like actually pissed off. You should be. I am. But then also, like, there are some things, actually, my thing really depends a lot on how you and dad react, because sometimes dad will be like, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to take yeah, your packages. really annoyed with the packages. He'll, he threatens to take my packages, because he's here all freaking day. And don't, like, that's also like, if you're a loved one of somebody yeah, who overspends, that. that's not cool. Like, we keep on trying to retrain him. Yeah. Don't shame your loved ones. That's not nice. 
That's yeah. not okay. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I automatically regret my decision and I try to cancel it, but sometimes that doesn't work. Okay. Um, and sometimes we've returned stuff. And sometimes I return a lot of times. So that's a hack we didn't actually put down. But if oh, you yeah. regret something and you can return it, you should return it and get your money back if you're not going to use it. Absolutely. Because some things were definitely like impulsive. By like, I bought a pair of Toms that had sharks on them, and they glow. In- they glow in the dark. And I was like, also like, kind of excited about. But also, I have a lot of shoes, so I kind of want to send them back. But I also kind of want to keep them. But so they're just sitting in the box, and I don't know what I want to do. We could talk about that off recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um. Um, but then you also want to be careful because some things like um, I bought these dice, handmade dice, because I saw them on Instagram and I thought like, oh, my God, those are beautiful. Handmade. Um, I bought these ones that look like Kirby's that are on their way. And then I bought a set. A set that was $175 that I'm pretty sure I can't return because they were homemade. So now I'm stuck with these dice that I don't play D&D. I don't play, like, dice playing games. I just thought they were pretty. That's my reasoning behind that. I know it's stupid. And I shouldn't have done that. That I do regret. um, Because they kind of just, like, sit in a pouch. Doing nothing. These aren't them, but... See, maybe you can, uh, you know, like re-gift them to somebody you really love that does play games with dice. Yeah, maybe. Um, so let's talk about some strategies because, <laughs> like you and I have talked about money spending multiple times. Yes, it's right? a lifelong issue. It is a lifelong yeah. issue. You're always the kid that like got five dollars for their birthday and, and spent, spent it immediately, immediately, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jack and Paige would like, or Jack and, Jack Alexis, and Alexis would like, Alexis. Jack and Alexis would like well, stick it away or pretend they don't have mm-hmm. it or save it towards something bigger. And you were like, "Oh, money, spend, oh, um, let's spend it now, right?" And so, and it is one of the topics that you've been like least re- least um likely to take any suggestions on mm, right really yeah so so let's talk about some of the strategies right so some of them are more geared towards like people that have autism or people that have ADHD but I think they're all good for everybody so okay. one of them is to like start training young about money so particularly for people that have dyscalculia you just want to make sure that they're getting the proper interventions for dyscalculia um but for people who have like autism you know i am not a big fan of paying kids for chores because i think chores are part of being a family so it's an expectation of a house. But in the case of somebody who has autism, there might be a specific chore or two that you want to like pay a child for so that they can learn to control money. Yes, Paige? Okay. In school, I don't, hand. 
<laughs> I did. In school, when I was in high school, I would hear people all the time talking about how if they got an A, they would get paid. So yeah, they, they would they would work hard for that money. They were like, yeah, I got 25 bucks for getting an A. I was like, um, I got a good job page, nice, <laughs> nice job page when I got an A on my test. How did you get 25 bucks? I want 25 bucks. I don't think you should pay your kids for grades either, but I can kind of see chores a little bit more because it's like work done payment. Okay. I really think like, you also made the kitchen a mess, so you also get to clean it sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But but if you don't want to do that, then you could do something more like, you know, let them open like um, a lemonade stand or something, right? And like really actually chart out like, this is how much the lemonade costs to make. And these were your expenses and this is where, right? Like, so like really simple like activities. My parents always used to make me play Monopoly. I love Monopoly. I know. And I never play with you. I'm a horrible parent. I know. The game takes so long. I know it does. But I had really bad math skills. And it's actually how I learned to do percentages. I'm great at percentages now. Because when you put like. (laughs) Because I didn't play Monopoly with you. (laughs) Because you had to like pay like the property plus 10% to get it out of hawk whenever you put it in hawk, right? So like, I don't know, you could just like play games that involve money with your kids to teach them about money, right? So, but starting early because learning how to use your money or budget money or the value of money are all just as important skills as like how to like, answer a phone or make a phone call or be polite or control your emotions, right? Like, and the money skill is going to go like through their entire life. Right. So um, pretty important. Um, So um, there's the, just avoid using credit cards or pay them off monthly. What, what do you do for your credit card? So I know I have, but you use it. Yes. So we have it set up to where money gets transferred every month from, I believe, my savings account to that credit card account. My phone bill is attached to that credit card. Right. So and then it like automatically like pays off that and it pays off the credit card every itself month. Mm-hmm. every month. Right. So, so the, I'm building the, credit and paying off the card. So then it's like the, right. the credit doesn't build up because it gets paid off automatically. Right. And mom has it. So I don't use it and mess Correct. everything up. So it's the only thing that gets on that. there. Right. The only thing that goes is on the there bill. is your cell phone. phone bill. Yeah. And then, um, and then that gets paid, right? And it's all yeah. set up with electronic transfers. So you don't ever have to worry about it or think about it. Nope. And it's all taken care of, right? That's nice. So if you are using your credit card, um, because Stop. like you want the extra points for travel or whatever, it's really important that you're then paying it off immediately, like that day almost or monthly when it comes in. But that's a lot harder of a skill for, um, most people, certainly all my clients, none of my clients really use credit cards. Um, 
Another I didn't th- want to use a credit card. Just FYI to all of you, I was forced. We were to no, get a credit card so I can get a house. That's not true. The mortgage guy, the mortgage guy that we talked to, suggested Suggest. a credit and card then you made to build your credit so that you have a good credit score. And then you went to the bank and made me go get a credit card, even though I said, like, I don't want to do this. I'm scared. Please don't make me do this. You can't live here forever. You need to buy a house. Um, And (laughs) you want to buy a house and not rent an apartment. So there we go. Right. So so it was a necessary evil, but we made a good plan for it. Right. You don't have the credit card. You don't know where it is in the house. Um. You, it gets used and paid off it. every month. So it's a good thing, right? Um, yes. You could, if you can afford it, if you have a job where you make a ridiculous amount of money, and I have some clients who are like that, have an accountant. Oh, that would be nice. If you can't afford that, because you don't make a ridiculous amount of money for your what you do, talk about it. Talk about your money and budgeting with a trusted person who will help you with a budget on a regular basis and who will and like who is capable of and willing to provide accountability for you. Right. I'd say a lot of these suggestions you should do with a friend or somebody who's trusted. Right. So then there's um, um, discussing peer pressure with your um with your child or your teen, right? So the whole idea of like, you know, missing out or having what everybody else has or, you know, looking cool or whatever, you know, if it's like, I know at the middle school I used to sub at a long time ago, they banned Chinese and Starbucks drinks because it was a real division between kids who had money and kids who didn't have money. Oh, yeah. It's like a status symbol, right? Yeah. So they banned it, right? But like kids who didn't have money were still trying to buy stuff or to look cool, right? So Mm -hmm. if you have ADHD or autism and you want to be accepted, that might be something you do, right? So talk to them about that, but also talk to them about like salespeople who do hard sales pitches. That's their job, right? Like their job is to talk you into buying something. Um, and you need to know your own boundaries and be able to say, no, you're not going to like, that's not the person you have to people, please. It's not the salesperson at the store. Um, or very often some people are just taken advantage of as far as money. If it's, if it's like really, un, if it's really clear to somebody who's manipulative that you're, don't have good money skills, they will hone in on that. Oh, that's evil. Yes. That's terrible. Yes. I hate people. (laughs) She doesn't mean that. She loves people. I do. I don't. She's people who are mean, though. Um, Then there's, um, you know, you could, you should make a monthly budget like you did. You should make it really visual. Um, for some people, it's really good to make it in like, instead of a traditional, just like spreadsheet looking kind of thing, if you make it like a pie chart so that they can see what percentage oh. of their money Ooh. is going to different things, that's really useful for some people or in like a pyramid, like a 
pyramid, like a food pyramid, right? So like housing and clothing and food are what you spend, or is that like bottom bigger level, right? And then like savings. And then as you go up more and more frivolous things, um, you can set up auto transfers for not just your bills, but like to pay yourself just for savings, right? And that's what you have done for your um, mm-hmm. savings for your house. Um, so it just auto transfers out of different paychecks. You don't have to think about it. Um, this is a hard one. So I definitely say bring a friend for this one. If you make a list to go shopping, stick to it. Oh, yeah. Bring a friend. Like or a mother. You can bring my mother. mother if you want. You can. Sure. Call me. Um, shopping is hard. It's new, shiny, all over the place. Um, is the other piece that goes that then with that really then is to know your temptations and avoid them. Right? So like if Online you know page. <clears throat> page. Yeah. Um if you know you online shop, mm-hmm. maybe you should go to online shopping sites, particularly when you know your meds have worn off. Yeah. <clears throat> Paige. Um, so it's amazing though. It right, just like, comes to your door. You don't have to do anything. Yes. But if you don't go on the site, it won't come to your door and I you'll know. get to have your own door when you move out. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't you like your own door? Yes. Um, um, she loves me, but she wants to leave me. Um, and I love her and I want her to go away um, in the most loving way. Um, another thing could be just like setting certain boundaries. Like I'm only going to spend, you know, I only have, you did this, right? I only have a certain amount of money for entertainment oh, a week yeah. or a month or a day, whatever um, or I don't make any purchases for, you know, if I am oh. online shopping, I have to wait 24 hours before I can hit. I know. Click. Yes. Okay. Okay. So on Amazon, you can make lists. So what I usually do, I have a house list and then I have just like a random page list. And I sometimes put stuff on I'll save stuff to that list and I'll be Mm -hmm. like okay in a little while if you want if you still actually want this and you didn't forget about it then you can get it because nine times out of ten I forget about the item right or what I did um you you, I were on air just remember this while I speak of this (laughs) this is so so freak okay Okay, so about a year ago, around a year ago, I watched this YouTube video of this girl who bought this bread lamp made out of actual bread. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I want one of those for my house. It's been a year. And I recently remembered about this bread. It wasn't as expensive as I thought it would be because they were made in Japan. But so that's like kind of what made me like get it at first but then I did get this bread lamp because I like I've been thinking about this bread lamp for no lie a year so this is the most this is this is the most unimpulsive purchase that I have made in years I've thought about this lamp for a year 
and I still really, well, really wanted it. I actually wanted either the toast or the croissant, but I got the toast, and I'm so excited for it to come. Do not buy a bread lamp. She's not suggesting that. <laughs> Her point is, I totally she am. You should all get a bread lamp. Like, stop, it's made out of real bread. Stop the pressure page. They do not need a It's bread made lamp out of real bread. Them. It's encased, and it's real bread that okay. lights up. So, How cool is that? So have a boundary around your money. Wait a year. Wait mm-hmm. 24 hours. Whatever mm-hmm. seems reasonable to you. Um, um, I was reading online and one of the things was like, unscribe from all your retail emails. I know no client who has unscribed from any of those. So what I usually suggest to clients don't make them do this because, you know, they're, they can do what they think is right for them. But my suggestion is usually to have a specific email account that you use only for online purchases and then never look at that email account. So you don't get any of their promotional emails. Um, so you're not extra tempted. Um have a a trusted person hold your credit card like I do for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Another tip that I read while I was researching said to put a sticker of something that represents the bigger goal that you want. So if you're saving for like school or a house or a car, put a sticker of that on your, your, either your credit card or your debit card, whatever. And every time you pull it out, you see the sticker and then you'll be like, oh, that's right. I really do want smart. that. I thought that was a pretty cool tip. Um, just make it hard for yourself to spend money, right? You're going out with your friends and you know you're going to a location where you're likely to spend more money than you want to. Only bring a certain amount of cash. Leave your cards at home. Um, um, use some kind of program like Quicken or Mint and update it regularly again with a friend body doubling is a thing use it um also for the weekly like i should look at my account and be more aware of what i'm spending because i think when people become more aware i think people are very unaware when you and i looked at the statement the other day you were like oh oh mm-hmm. oh you you like had no idea because you forget Right. Working memory is not the greatest for a lot of people um, who are neurodiverse. So just looking at it to become more aware of how often you are buying something. Um, Don't say yes to any kind of event. Like somebody says, hey, do you want to go to this concert? Your answer should always be, I'm not sure. Let me think about it. And then you should know where you are so that you can understand where you are financially to see if that's something you can do. Um, Ask for help. Ask for help. If you need help understanding money, if you need help, you know, being um, accountable for your money, right? If you know, have a family member that you know over shops or spends, um, don't shame them. Don't be my husband. Do not shame them. It's not cool. Um, Also, you have no idea who does or doesn't have autism, dyslexia, 
uh, dyscalculia, ADHD. You can't tell from looking at somebody if they have trouble understanding money or or that that kind of relationship, right? So just you know, don't shame anybody for buying stuff that you wouldn't buy, um, right? And like the shaming of somebody, it causes stress and overwhelm, which often makes people shop more. So now you've just like completely screwed them. So don't do that. Um, <clears throat> anything else, Paige, that I'm can't think of or didn't write down or. I know when um, you had my card still, like my debit card still, all I would use is cash. Mm -hmm. So I just brought a certain amount of cash. And once you ran out of that cash, you couldn't buy anything else. So and plus, it's harder to give cash than it is to just stick your card in the thing because you have to physically hand them the money. So I guess Yep. you could use cash if you wanted to, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Just, it's a really, I think a big piece of it is just being aware. And Yes. nobody wants to look at their account weekly. No, Um, that's boring. it's super boring, which is why I'm saying use a friend, right? Maybe you do it together. Um. Because body doubling really does help, especially for these more boring tasks. Um, <clears throat> or if you have, you know, if you're using some kind of app, I would suggest one that like sends you emails or texts that like annoys you until you do it. Um, and then... You know, I got a lot of this information from other places. So I will include that in the description with some links. Um, but money is probably like one of the hardest, one of the biggest issues that I talk about with my clients and definitely the, probably the issue you and I have talked about the most A lot. as you've It's, been growing up. yeah. Money's, money's for sure hard, Money's right? So, hard. um, But so important because you need money for the things that you need, food, housing, clothes, Mm -hmm. But then also the things that you want but also require the things that money. you want require And money, sometimes right? the things that you want seem like they're more worth it. But, Absolutely, right? Because it gives you a bigger <laughs> dopamine hit, yeah. right? <clears throat> you don't really get a dopamine hit from like paying your rent, <laughs> Or your mortgage payment, right? But you totally get one from buying your bread lamp. Yeah, I do. It's going to be so dope. <laughs> A bread lamp. I mean, come on. oh, we're on air. We're on air. Um, <laughs> so, I don't have anything else. Do you? no. You Awesome. should all get a lamp. <laughs> Should I buy a lamp? <laughs> bread lamp. Say goodbye, You could. Paige. But boy. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiverse. toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.